Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, I'm Julie Voris, and I want to see you in Indiana on February 25th, 2017. I'm bringing Sean T. back to Indianapolis because it's more than just a workout. It's more than just motivation. It's an experience, and you need to be in the room. Go to julievoris.com for tickets. Join us on February 25th at the JW Marriott downtown Indianapolis for an experience that could just change your life. Be in the room, feel the energy, and open your heart to the possibility. It's more than just exercise. It's life. And on February 25th, it's an experience, and you need to be there. See you in Indiana on February 25th. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time for another episode of Trust and Believe with Shanti. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me here. So you were telling me just a little bit ago that actually doing something like this makes you really nervous. Can you tell me a little bit more why? Well, um, English is like my second language, even though I made it my first language after having speech therapy growing up. Um, I remember in preschool, I was talking so much, like talking and talking, not making any sense at all. (laughs) And then first grade, my mom had me with a speech therapist, and I had a speech therapist all the way till um, graduation of high school. So when I'm around people, my mind is still thinking of the words and my grammars, everything, and put it together. So So if when you were younger and you just wanted to talk a lot, what were you actually saying? Because you couldn't, you didn't know what English was, Mm -hmm. right? You just were. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you asked. My mom, I used to read my mom's lip when she sang every song on the radio. Because I want to know, like, the music, what is going on with the sand. And that has a lot to do with how I choreograph today. I need the lyrics so I can choreograph better and know what's going on with the song. So, so were you born, do you call it death these days? Um, or is there another? Hearing impaired. Hearing impaired, okay. I think death is when you're born with no hearing. Okay. So I lost my hearing when I was one. So I was born with hearing, so I didn't really have that much time to really... You right know, here. Why? How did you lose your hearing? Um, I had an ear infection. My mom was really young, and she was on her own. So that kind of tells a story where she was definitely trying to figure out what was going on. I was crying all the time, and the doctor found out later that I was having an ear infection. 
So it was pretty much too late by the time I turned one. How long? How long did you have the ear infection? Um, I guess I don't know. I guess when I was born, I was crying a lot. They thought I was just crying, crying. Oh, okay. So I had a ear infection. When you would watch your mom as she was singing these songs, what did you actually feel? Meaning, you knew there was music on. How did you know the music was on if you were hearing impaired? Um, well, my mom and my dad were both big dancers when they met in middle school. So after learning about Beyonce, you know, being in the room, I get I feel like I was already in the music world with my mom. She sings as well. And, um, yeah, that's how I fell in love with Aaliyah because she was singing Aaliyah all the time. And One in a Million was my first song to learn the lyrics to. And yes. how was that? How was that experience? It was great until one day I was thinking it out loud. My mom was like, boy, if it don't be quiet. So what made you want to start dancing? I mean, I know your parents were mm-hmm. break dancers, which I think is incredible because watching you dance to me is, I love watching you dance. I, I think it's fantastic. But what made you get into dancing? What was the first thing that inspired you to start moving I appreciate that <laughs> um, I know that I was in the, my bedroom watching Michael Jackson remember the time and I would try to learn every move um, and my mom you know burst in the room with the laundry and you know was like, don't you, why don't you turn the TV off you know she was really like what are you doing I was just moving too much so that made me want to keep learning more and more and more. And then I think when Aaliyah passed away, that's when I remember I was in my feelings, like, oh, my God. And I was learning everything from that DVD with all videos. So I know every move from beginning to end. Yes. And I think that's when, you know, I um, ran into Donald D. Ray from Atlanta. Well, he's from Charlotte. Ran into me. And then um, took inviting me to um, a dance group called Tantrum at UNC's Charlotte. And then that's when, you know, I started to learn how to teach, choreograph, all that. Yeah. So one time we were at the dance district in Charlotte. And we were all dancing and we were ready to start the choreography. And DA looked at me and said, can you wait a minute? He put his finger up and said, please wait a minute. And I said, okay. And he walked over to the speaker, kneeled down, and put his arm on the speaker so he could feel the vibration in the speaker. And then he stood back up and began the routine. And I always wondered why he did that. So for people who are listening they would say how is this guy such an amazing dancer when he's here at impaired so how is it that you stay on beat if you took your hearing aid off would you still be able to stay on beat uh no i need to feel the vibration but i have a good memory that i can put my hands on like the radio and then to kind of remember the tempo and watch you damn. And then I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing. And then just do it. I have performed deaf a couple of times before for like a whole show. And 
Wait, so you actually have performed an entire show and not hearing the music mm-hmm. at all, just feeling a vibration? The longest will probably be 15 minutes. Uh, that's pretty long <laughs> because I, there, yeah. there are people who who hear music in their car every day or while around the house mm-hmm. and they have zero rhythm. They'll tell you, you know, I, I can't keep the beat. But you're on stage for 15 minutes and you're able to stay in the zone. And with music and choreography, I should say, it's also syncopated. So it's not always one, two. It's like yeah, a boom, uh, boom, kaka, boom, boom. <laughs> so how does that, what are you feeling inside of your body without being memories. able to hear? I think I have memories. Like I practice at home and I videotape myself or. Um, I would try, I would actually do it for real at home and see what happens. Like, you gotta make sure you, you know how it is in rehearsal, go full out. So I've done that without hearing and see if it worked with the music. Um, just gotta remember every beat and, and I think I have a good, um, open eye range. Perfect. So I can really see who's around me. But it's different when you're up in front, you know, and the lady is like, ah, that happened one time. And I don't know what I did. I just remember I was finding ways to keep looking back without, you know, playing it off, you know, to keep looking back and then make sure I'm still in formations. But I find, (laughs) so obviously, you know, I'm a dancer. Yeah. And I choreograph. Mm -hmm. But when I watch you and knowing that there are times where you're on stage and you can't hear and you're up front and you're still, still able to, to, stay in that and purely off of your memorization from your hard work to me i'm just i it it makes watching you dance that much more fun and i know i mean i don't mean that in the sense of like it's fun to watch you dance because i know you have to work harder it's because i believe that whether you hear fully or not or whether you have your hearing aid in or not your talent is memorization in your body yeah, good. I sometimes I thought I could be an FBI because you know, <laughs> like we lives and details and seeing the dark kind of things. Um, another thing is, you know how it is. Your faith is like your money shot. So I learned your to faith train. is your money shot. Yes, come through. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned that you know to train my faith when I perform. You know, I have that one face, but it a performance faith, I think. Um, and then to make sure I'm clean and kind of like articulating when you move. So when I can hear, I make sure I really do it. It looks like I hit the beat. So let's go into that a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of articulation, because earlier we were talking, and you said you have to articulate your words mm-hmm. very clearly so that people understand you. So talk to me about how you started talking and the struggles mm-hmm. of how you became more confident in having a conversation with someone. Well, that starts with the cochlear implant that I had. It was a surgery for my ear. Um, when was this? I think it was 2006 or seven. I was graduating, so that was crazy to try to graduate and recover from the surgery where I couldn't, I had a band-aid around my head for two months um, because they had to go inside my ear and do a whole um, operation where they put a stimulator inside my cochlea so I can hear like how you guys hear through hairstyles. 
Wow. So mine is stimulant. So they put a stimulator. So after that um, surgery, before that, I had a hearing aid, which helped me to like just hear the sound, but I couldn't talk on the phone or really understand what you're saying without any lips up until I was 18. And then um, I had speech therapy, um, a special one, after I got the cochlear implant because I had to relive my life like a like a baby over again. I was hearing stuff I never heard before. Like what? What were some of the uh, first sounds that you heard <laughs> that you were like, oh, that's what that sounds like? When I, um, after two months of waiting um, through recovering, I got the cochlear implant and then came home at my mom's house and I remember um, pouring a soda. Um, I think it was Coke. And I remember looking around like, what is that shh noise? And I've never heard that before. So like when you pour it in and all that shh. Oh. So that has a lot to do with my speech where I didn't have my speeches back then. I didn't know the t- and the C-H or the t- You know, I would get picked on if I say stop instead of stop. Oh, you would add the T-H instead. Yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. So... so- I'm really interested into you hearing sounds for the first time because, you know, as someone who I've always had my hearing, obviously, and then never had a, never was hearing impaired for any reason, be it, you know, a short time from illness. And I don't want to say illness, a short time from, you know, from, you know, getting sick or something. But so you, what were some other sounds that you heard for the first time that, really kind of inspired you. <laughs> Aaliyah. <laughs> I was on, you remember LimeWire back in yes. the day? <laughs> oh, so, LimeWire, yeah. <laughs> after Napster and the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Aaliyah, um, One in a Million again, and I never heard in the background that and I was like, oh my God, Corey got out there, and then I remember from that point, everyone was saying the same thing, like, You've been training, or you've been growing, or you got better, you know. So, with my cochlear and with training and speech therapy, I get better and better with um, talking. And I think it helped me with choreography, and it helped me with musicality. And I think from that point, because I am hearing impaired, and I have so much expectation, I want to prove to everyone that I can hear. Right. Like, yeah. That is, DA, thank you so much. This is so, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you because I've I've been a fan for a little while. Nah, now. I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> thank you. A lot of times when we watch Dancing with the Stars or So You Think You Can Dance or when you go to an amazing concert, you see this show and you see the choreography and the dancers are living, but that choreography had to come from somewhere. And DA is going to talk about how he creates the show. How do you actually choreograph now? What, where do you begin? Like, what is your, the first step? If I say, DA, I want you to choreograph a 15-minute piece for me. What is your steps to make that happen? Well, it begins with a vision, right? So, I, um, I um, spent four years in high school with, and playwriting and acting. Um, 
And I didn't push your acting because I feel like I would have limited roles, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, because, you know, being here in a pair. So, with choreography, I have, like, um, you got to have a vision. I would like to know what the story is about, what the verse is about. Um, I'm I'm a big lover in Lucifinios, so I love to get, like, the vision from that. Like, get a little piece of something, the setting or the scenery. And I need the lyrics, so... Um, and I think I use sign language without thinking because I'm just interpreting what I'm saying. Right. And then that's how I got the name Interpretive Hip Hop when I was teaching. Um, yeah. I never really thought about that. Like, you know, to take the first, you know, listen to what's, what's the mood and I want to figure out the pitches. Like, if it's a high pitch, sometimes the movement will go up but not obviously. You'll see why it goes up because it's going up and then it goes down. Uh... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. Try to think of the most interpretive. I think that's what's interesting about watching you dance is the level changes. Yeah. You, your body actually moves to the level of the music. And so for people who understand what a chord is, it's like, Dang. and when I watch you choreograph, I'm like, he did not just do that. You know? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, did he really just do uh, that? That really makes my day, really. Because I don't know who's paying attention, you know? Well, I don't think, I mean, to be very honest, I don't think a lot of people understand that level of choreography or what it takes to create movement in the body but you take it to a an a entirely different level of movement yeah. because I think and you can correct me if I'm wrong but I think because you're also going off that vibration and that vibration is in mostly in the chord like you feel the vibration in the beat like boom Boom. Yeah. But the the vibration that's in the chord, and sometimes I watch you dance, and I'm like, did he really just, did he just, did he just do the crescendo with his body? It's 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 amazing. I think you're about right. I think it's the vibration because I do, um, oh, because I do um need a really good speaker. Like when I'm choreographing a Bluetooth one, you need to have the bass. So I know what's going on. You know, I just gotta right. know what's going on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I need to feel it. And then, yeah. So what are your ultimate goals when it comes to just your life in general? Not necessarily dance. It can include that. But Mm -hmm. just your life. What are your life goals? Well, my heart is in film, in theater, movies. Um, And, you know, choreography still comes in there anyways as far as... Dream Girl, perfect example. I want to be like Fatima Robinson. Oh. You know, when she choreographed that whole movie and oh, then Aaliyah. Yes. Like, so I see myself being in um, directing um, movies and movies Whenever I hear song, I feel like I can't help but have more ideas than just choreography. I will be like, ooh, let's do this video. Ooh, let's do this outfit. 
you know, so my goal is to have a great establishment and be able to be the next Walt Disney, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so how old are you? I am 28. Thank and you, you. will you will make it. You will. You. you will make that happen. And as you start to take steps along the way to make that happen, make sure you hold on to those good moments and those things that happen that bring you yeah. positivity and confidence. And that's what you want to keep as you continue to move forward because there's going to be this roller coaster. It's going to yes. be some days that are absolutely incredible. And then there will be days where you ask yourself, why did I take this journey? But the reason you took that journey is because of those feel good moments and use those mm -hmm. moments where you might be in a little bit of struggle to take the tools of that, those good times and, yeah. and use it to get yourself out. Yeah. Uh, can I add one more thing? You can add a thousand more things. I love talking to you. Um, well, two things with you just said. Um, I definitely have experienced some down, down, down falls. Um, definitely just New Year's week. I was like, what to do with my life? And then I um, had to talk to a couple of people, get some inspiration. So I'm looking forward to more ups and downs because it makes you better. It makes you, yeah, it just makes you grow better. Yeah. Life is a journey, not a destination. And sometimes life is like a roller coaster. But when we're on a roller coaster, we actually love, some of us who like roller coasters, we love the hills. We love when we go up and we love when we go down. But when you're going down in your life, you have more of a fear that you won't go back up. My, my other biggest goal is to reach out to the deaf community and disability because I've had some friends who can dance but refuse to because she like how she talk, you know, and I don't know, I hope I find her. Her name is Jennifer. Um, yeah, so I think she was another reason that made me like push forward and not go to deaf schools. I was supposed to follow the deaf path as far as going to this ele deaf elementary, this deaf middle school. And then high school, I said, nope. I'm going to Northwest School of the Arts. And then that's when I grew out of the deaf community. So I want to come back and let them know, hey, anything's possible. So you actually changed lanes and didn't go the path that people wanted you to go. And you took the path that was going to work for you. And what I love about that is now you are actually going back to say they paved this road for you, which is fine. But that's not the road that you have to take to become yeah. successful. That's amazing. That's true. Cool. Yes. Do you ever sit in a restaurant and you read some people's lips and know what they're talking about? <laughs> of course, all the time. <laughs> and you do it for fun? Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. It's always funny. I was watching somebody yesterday at Walmart and I was like, hilarious. How would I catch that? I can't remember what happened. But yeah, yeah, I do that. And and so you don't necessarily hear people from afar. They can be a little bit further away, but you know exactly what they're saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, we need to we need to hang out more because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a superpower. I'm not sure if you know that, but that's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a superpower. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, I have a fun little. Uh, section I do on my podcast which is called the speed round where okay. I ask you a question mm -hmm. 
and you have to answer it as soon as possible. Okay. okay. So you can't think about it. You have okay. to. You have to just. Are you okay. ready? Yes, I am ready. Okay. Your favorite candy? Crunch. What? Chocolate. Chocolate crunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you believe in aliens? I do. Why? Because we're not the only ones. We I got- think they're called. They may be called something else, but. You know what I mean? I do believe in aliens. Okay. If you could go on tour and dance for any artist tomorrow, who would it be? Ooh. Mm. This is hard. I would say Brandy and then Jenna Jackson. Wait a minute. You love Brandy? I love Brandy. I would love to work with her, like, forever because, you know, she's kind of like the closest to Aaliyah. So she had the smoothness, but she's so demanding. I, we're going to take a picture after this, after we finish okay. this interview, and I'm going to send her a picture of me and you, and I'll tell her that you're our ah. biggest fan. I'll let her ah. know that. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite TV show? Don't judge me. Um, that's the Raven. <laughs> I love Raven. Raven Simone, right? Yeah. I love She's her. hilarious. She's hilarious. And... <laughs> The show isn't planned anymore, but when she was on, uh, when she was in Sister Act on Broadway, did you, had you ever gone to New York to see Raven Broadway. Simone? Sister Act in New York City. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I did see some, yes. I didn't get to see a lot of them, but yeah. Yeah, she's I'm a she's big fan. <laughs> okay, worst subject in school? Oh, pre-calculus. I only last one day in there, and I said, this is not for me. And then I went to, um... Because there was no more uh, classes that I could take. I was moving too fast. I was taking algebra in middle school, so... And then I had to take something else. But, yeah. Wait, so you were... Were you an advanced learner? Yes, I was an advanced learner, but I am not good with word problems. Like, oh, math. Yes. I, I'm like, why can't you just give me the numbers and I'll do Did this? you graduate with <laughs> honors? Did you get straight Yeah, I got 4.5 GPA. Come through, DA. Okay. Wow, didn't know that about you. That's amazing. Okay. What is your sign, and do you believe in astrology? My sign is Pisces, and I do believe in those stuff because I use that to study people when I meet them or, you know, when I have an issue, anything. They can come in handy. I knew I loved you for a reason. I love Pisces. They're so sweet and thoughtful. That's what I love about Pisces. Because I believe in astrology, too. Okay. Okay. Here's some options. You have to tell me which one. Scary movies, romantic comedies, or science fiction thrillers? Scary movies? Yes! We should go to the movies together. (laughs) (laughs) I love scary movies. So, question. When you go to the movies, um, do you, you necessarily have to wear your hearing aid? Or it's not a hearing aid now. Yeah, what is it, it is called? a cochlear implant, cochlear implant where it allows me to be normal as possible, you know, as far as um, not having to do too much, as far as, you know, um, try to hear better. So um, with speech therapy, I have gotten better. So I'm able to pick up, I may not pick up everything, but I will understand what's going on. So, morning person or night owl? Night owl. Cool. Okay. What's your middle name? Antonio. Come through. Are you are you Latin at all? <laughs> Do you no. have it? 
Um, I think I'm related to John White from Jamestown history. Really? I don't know because my mom's founded family is Cherokee, and then you know last name White. Nobody has been married. That's my theory. I don't know. I like your theory. <laughs> favorite color? Um, purple. Oh, that's Scott's favorite color. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, last question. Mm-hmm. Tell me one secret thing you can't live without. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, I can't live without music. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That is, <laughs> that is the best. That's the one thing. We share that. We have that in common. I can't live without music either. DA, thank you. Thank you, Sean. You are amazing and incredible. You are amazing. Thank you so much for this um, session because I love to share. I've always wanted to share because I do get lonely at points. Like, uh, you know, I'm easily isolated Mm -hmm. compared to, you know, the average, stuff like that. So it's easy for me to be in my corner. So when you feel isolated, what is the one way you... You kind of free yourself from that space. Mm, I'll definitely listen to some music. Um, I like to go for a walk with my dog a lot of times. So it's just good to be like distracted by something that is not coming for you. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I have, um, so the podcast obviously is called Trust and Believe. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell our listeners when they have maybe some sort of struggle and they need to trust and believe in who they are? I have a good one, yeah. So, I remember, you know, I can draw, I can write, I can, I think I can act, I can dance, I can um, design, you know, all these cool stuff. I remember growing up saying, thinking that everybody can do that. I thought, you know, I didn't know anything about being multi-talented. So, with that being said, there's nothing you cannot do, you know? So that's my that's my thing. There's nothing you cannot do. So stay at it. Yes. And you stay at it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll be watching a movie where you are the director and choreographer. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. It will happen. Yes, it will happen. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it. Regardless of the barrier that is happening in your life, you have to find a way to become 
a perfectionist as something that you are passionate about and something that you love. You heard DA say that he had to listen to every sound and he had to hear the vibration and he had to work a little bit harder than the average person. But what if, what if you took the power that you had right now and you decided to work a little bit harder with everything that you've got? What if you said, I'm going to commit, I'm going to be 100% and not only am I going to stop at finding the good moments, but I'm going to go just a little bit further so that I can internalize and digest the power that I just received. You can never give up and you can never just stop if the going gets tough. DA continued to dance when his hearing aid went out for 15 minutes on stage, not being able to hear. And why? Because of practice, because of the consistency. The consistency over the time equaled an amazing result for him getting on the stage. And when the going got tough, he had all ready plan become a troubleshooter in your life know and always be prepared and ready just in case the unexpected happens like i always say when you roll into the carnival anything can happen your life is a carnival so be the show I want to give a huge shout out to todd midget aka nc fit club alex colorado my lovely production manager, they do a great job with loving up on the podcast and making sure that it gets out to you so that we can all stay motivated and relevant. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome.